Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. connections when people put you in connection with people do not forsake people like don't don't because you've been broken because you've had bad experiences do not push away relationships that you don't understand there are people that since I've started coffee and conversations that God has divinely linked me up with and I may not talk to them every day. I may not see them every day, but they are definitely connected in some form or fashion to my life. And I think we forsake relationships because we've been broken, because we don't understand the purpose in the relationship. And I'm telling you, you have connectors or people you are linked too and you you got to press into those relationships that has still been in my belly this morning that there are people that are you are supposed to be connected to and because you guys don't understand the relationship you've been withholding from walking into that relationship and God is trying to get you tapped in because that person is tied into your purpose that person is tied into your destiny well good morning welcome to coffee and conversations I am Lakeisha Johnson, your host for today, and I'm just excited to be here with you today. I want to share something with you today about um, healing a broken heart. We're going to healing school a little bit. We talked about intercessory prayer last week, and I think the Lord is just leading us into this week to pray, to identify some things that have been calling, causing gaps for us. Um, the Lord just keeps pressing in my spirit that some of the delays that we've experienced, some of the things that we've gone through 
that we think it's him delaying us, but it's not necessarily him delaying us. It's forces to be delaying us, our perception of things, um, how we've allowed fear to come in, just different things. And so I want to share something with you today. And then I want to get into a prayer today for those that have been brokenhearted. Um, and I'm going to tell you where this came from. And uh, let me pray first and then I'll share. Father God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your word. Hmm. We thank you for divine impartation this morning. We thank you for sensitivity and compassion for those that are around us, for the things that we do not understand, for the behaviors we just don't get. We thank you for compassion, another level of compassion this morning, another level of focus on you, Lord God, another level of hmm, compassion, Lord God, that we be compassionate, more compassionate, this, having the same compassion that Christ had for us, Lord God, having the same sensitivity for for, for that Christ had for us, Lord God. Open our ears this morning, Lord God. Let the word not fall on deaf ears. Let it be implanted in our heart. Let the words of our mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for the supernatural today. Thank you for supernatural hearing, healing today. Thank you for miracle signs and wonders today. Thank you for the Holy Ghost today. Thank you for your presence in this devotional today, Lord God, that we lack nothing, Lord God, and that we are only filled with you, Lord God. Strengthen my vocal cords. I thank you, Father God, for who you are, Lord God, in Jesus' name, amen. Um, I want to share something with you this morning and I want to tell you something as transparent as I am. Um, I do not really get into the depths of some things in my household, um, some things with my kids, with my parents, unless I've really asked for permission because I, it is very important for me for the relationship, um, with, with me and them to be preserved and that, I don't tell something that they're not ready really for me to expose or to tell. So I had to ask for permission to share this this morning so that I can talk to you a little bit about um, the brokenhearted. Um, it is, we are not as compassionate towards people in this day and how I know we're not as compassionate towards people in this day. We're not careful with what we say. Um, we're not careful with how we treat people. Um, we don't take, we don't count the cost for things that we do with people. We justify our behavior, um, to protect ourselves and being haphazard with people. We don't ha handle the people of God as precious as we should. Um, I know that we're not, I watch people with loose words all the time. God is a God, God is a God of compassion. He tells us all the time to guard our mouths, to guard our heart, to be sensitive to one another. We are not in that place where we are, are being as sensitive as we should be to to the people around us. We call ourselves being Christians. We say that we are on one accord. We say that we love people, but it is not showing up in our compassion. God is a God of compassion. And if he was not a God of compassion, what he would not have done was sent his son to die for us. And if we're going to see people get healed, restored, and get free, then the, our level of compassion for people. See, we, we spend too much time trying to figure people out, why they make the mistakes they make, why that we do. But everything that happens or has happened to a person, 
person is rooted in something that happened to them long time ago. And what the enemy has done is he's used that thing to take over that life. He's used that thing to breed an addiction. He's used that thing to have destructive behavior. And sometimes when people call me and they like pray for my kids, my kids are acting up, my marriage isn't together. I'm always saying there is a root to everything. There is a root to everything. People just don't cut up. People just don't act up. And so I want to share something with you. And we're going to talk a little bit about the broken heart, healing your heart, healing your soul, healing your spirit, healing your mind. We're just going to go to healing school for the rest of the week. As the Lord leads, we're going to pray and intercede for each other. And I want to share something with you personal that happened yesterday. I'm probably going to cry. I'm just letting you know. Um, so if any of you, those of you that are sensitive to me, be careful, be, 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 be firm and be strong. Yesterday, I received a email from um, my Judah's teacher. Um, for some of you that are newly logging on, uh, my husband died four years ago. And um, I'm a widow to five sons. And um, we are rooted and firm in our faith. And this is not for you to be over sympathetic. This is for you to understand the brokenhearted. You've got to understand even your own broken heart, even the places in your broken heart that you may not realize that are still broken, but it manifests and it come out in your behavior. So I received an email from Judah's teacher yesterday and it said, Hey, Lakeisha, Judah asked me to email to let you know he had a hard time today. It wasn't very long. But at around 1240, he got really upset and started to cry about his dad. It broke my heart. But I was able to just listen to him as the rest of the class went to the library. He talked about how he felt like so many hard things had happened in his life. And I told him that was true. We got to talk a little bit about the hope of Jesus and how he conquered death so that when life ends on earth, it really isn't an end. He was fine in about 10 minutes. I think it was just good to be able to talk about his feelings. Just wanted to let you know, I pray for y'all every day. Lots of love to you and your family. And I got quiet because it's been four years. It's been four years since my husband has been gone. And I, I started, I started thinking about this and I started praying and I started thinking about some of his behaviors and I started thinking about some of the other things that he had done. And I just began to ask the Lord, I was like, Lord, I need you to show me the root of this. I need you to help me with this. And he said something to me. He said, Lakeisha, do you know you've never prayed? For me to heal their broken heart. And I said what? I pray all kinds of in all kinds of manners. In all kinds of ways. In all kinds of things. And he said but you've never asked me. Really to heal their broken heart. You've accepted. Their broken heart. Over their father. As their norm. Like you have accepted that as their norm. Like you've just accepted that as being a part of their process. You've accepted that as being a part of, of their reality because you've assumed that that's what I wanted for them because of what you thought grief was. Like because of what you thought grief was, because of what you thought grief should be. And he said, do you know what? I long, I long to heal 
the brokenhearted. Like I'm looking to heal the brokenhearted. I'm looking to let them know that I'm there for them. I'm looking to heal the brokenhearted. I'm lo I long to do that. He said, but for so long, you guys have accepted and you've accepted this broken heart. You've accepted every time a dream got deferred. You've accepted. And I long, like I long to heal. I, I long to heal the broken heart. Like I'm looking for that. I'm looking for the opportunity to heal a broken heart. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not accepting this. I'm not just in a position where I want them to be brokenhearted. Like I'm looking to heal the broken heart. You've never got in position and interceded for their broken heart. You just accepted that that's their reality because they lost their dad. And I long, like I long, I've been looking for the opportunity baby, to heal their broken heart. I've been looking for that opportunity to heal their, it says Psalms 34 and 18 says, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. He said, I've been looking to heal their broken heart, but you've just accepted their broken heart as a part of their process. And he just began to minister to me. He said, there are things that happen in your life that happen around y'all that y'all just tend to accept as the norm. Y'all just tend to accept it as the norm. You just tend to accept that that's the way that it should go. Man, Miss Vicky, that's how I felt. That's how I felt. That's how I felt. He said, y'all just tend to, tend to accept this as the norm, but that is not what my word has said. Yeah, that, that is not my word. That, that is not my word. That is not what I believe. That is not what I'm looking. I'm just looking for you to invite me in in this area of your life. Proverbs 13 and 12 says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. And I began to ask the Lord. I said, I need you to show this to me. What do you mean hope deferred makes the heart sick? He said, your hope, you're still hoping for that thing that broke your heart. Whatever it is, like you're so focused on that thing that broke your heart that it causes you to go into a depression. And so grief gets in a position, whether you've been broken, whether you, whether you've had what, what, whatever, like whatever has gone on with you, you, you're just resting in that place. And he's like, no, I desire, I desire to heal the broken heart. I'm close to the broken heart. Revelations 21 and four says he will wipe away every tear from their eyes and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning nor crying nor pain anymore. And he's t the former things will pass away. Well, we know if that's what heaven looks like, that's what he desires on earth. But for so long, sometimes we accept a broken heart. I've even heard us say, my heart is broken. And we've just accepted the results of a broken heart. We've accepted that as our norm. Fear comes in. Doubt comes in. Lack. We focus so much on the broken heart that we forget about the desire for God to heal us. He wants to heal the brokenhearted. He desires to heal your broken heart. Isaiah 41 and 10 says, For I fear not, I am with you. Be not dismayed. For I am God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold your righteous hand. And so either whether it's a bad breakup or someone died or you're disappointed or a situation has occurred, we've allowed ourselves to linger in a broken heart. We've, 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 we allowed ourselves to be lingering in a broken heart. We forget about the one who desires to heal us. God desires to heal your broken heart. 
He desires to restore you. But sometimes we meditate too long, my God, on what we do not have. You've been meditating so long on what you don't have. You've been meditating so long on what you don't have that you refuse to see what you do have. And because you've meditated so long on what you don't have, your heart, your hope is, your heart is broken. Your hope is deferred because your focus is on what you don't have. You have not learned to count it all joy. You have not learned to be grateful. You have not learned to say thank you. You have not learned. I told them yesterday, it, it, it's hard. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to lie. I cried for a long time because I'm coaching an eight-year-old through life who has already recognized life is hard at eight years old, baby. At eight years old, he's seen the things we've gone through. He he feels the burden of not having a dad. He's overwhelmed by some stuff that he's seen around us. At eight years old, he said to me, life is hard. And so now I've got to coach him through a situation of hope. And the Lord said, you need to begin to intercede for his broken heart, that his heart be healed. And you need to show him how to be grateful for absolutely everything around him. John 14 and 27 says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives to you, do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. But for so long, you've received your broken heart as the end of your situation. Do you know God cannot fully restore you until you, until you, uh, until you move past that place of your pain. If you are still at that place of the pain, he cannot connect the right relationships to you because you will destroy them. If you don't get past the place of where your parents abandoned you, he can't give you the spiritual fathers and mothers that you need because you're so stuck in that place. You will disrupt, disrupt the relationships around you. You can't receive the new, new because you're still holding on to the old, old. The broken heart is not the end of your situation. The man that walked out on you, that's not the end of your situation. The disappointed parents, that's not the end of your situation. The person that molested you, that's not the end of your situation. See, those are all things that broke a heart. The person that beguiled you, the person that talked about you, the person that backstabbed you, that's not the end of your situation. The person that abandoned you, that's not the end of the situation. The people that were talking about you, that's not the end of the situation. The marriage that failed, that's not the end of your situation. The second marriage that failed, that's not the end of the situation. The third marriage that failed, that's not the end of your situation. The job that you lost, that's not the end of your situation. See, th th those aren't the end of your situation. But for some reason, the enemy allows to trick our minds to get stuck at the end of the situation. And we accept the broken heart as being the end of where we are. And so we dwell in this broken heart longer than we absolutely should. And God is simply saying to us, Matthew eleven twenty eight and 30, come to me, all who labor and heavy laden and will give you rest. Take my yoke upon me and learn from me for I'm gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That's what he's saying. My, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I'm trying to restore, but you keep holding on to this broken heart. You've accepted as being your norm. You've accepted. When you accept a broken heart, what you say is that it won't get no better than this. 
You replaying those same situations, you in those dead moments, the bitterness comes out. See, when you have a broken heart, when you have a broken heart, then the enemy desires to fill it with other things. When hope is deferred, then you turn from God and you will begin to fill it with other things. You cannot accept a broken, you cannot accept a broken heart as being your end. The Lord is your shepherd, I shall not want the Lord just keeps telling me, he said, y'all only experiencing delays because you've accepted them because you won't get a greedy agreement in my word. You keep focused on what you do not have. Yes. Anger, bitterness, all of that will fill your heart. That's why you can't even receive the love that's trying to come to you. You can't connect to the people that you need to connect to because you're still in the place of your broken heart. You're still in the position you're still looking for the broken heart. You're still attached to the broken heart. You've accepted that as your norm. You've become bitter. You've become contentious. You become dissentious. You cynical. You sarcastic. You have no hope. You can't hope for somebody else's situation. You can't see past your current situation. You're sabotaging the relationships around you. You're destroying the people that are trying to connect to you because you're still in the place of your broken heart because you haven't even asked or believed God to heal your broken heart. You just accepted that as your norm. And I know it's painful and I know it hurts and I know it hasn't been easy and I know it's been overwhelming. But when will you begin to ask God, God, heal my broken heart? Lord, I'm invite. I don't want to live with a broken heart no more. See, people keep asking me, how is it that you love at the intensity that you love? See, I've learned a long time ago, I put my trust in no man. I, I know people are going to fail me. That's why it's easy for me to restore someone. I know people are going to fail me, but I learned this early. I learned that if you stay in the position of a broken heart, see, I didn't accept my broken heart, but I forgot to intercede and get in a place and intercede for my kids and their broken heart. Like I decided a year ago, I was no longer going to live with a broken heart. I decided a year ago, I was no longer because the broken heart was hindering me from dreaming. The broken heart was a hindering, me, hindering me from achieving. The broken heart was hindering me from having healthy relationships. And living with this broken heart was causing me to destroy myself and my future. So about a year ago, I made a decision. He said, you know what? I'm not dealing with this broken heart no more. I'm going, Lord, I'm going to ask you to heal me. And then I'm going to work towards my healing. I'm going to fill my life with good things. And I'm going to learn to count it all joy. And I'm going to learn to be grateful. And I'm going to learn to be thankful. And I'm going to learn to appreciate what I have and stop focusing on what I don't have. Broken hearts continue to be broken when you choose not to focus on what you don't. When you choose to focus on what you don't have. And God is simply saying, John 14 and 13, whatever you ask in my name, this I will do that the father may be glorified by the son. So if he'll do whatever he asks, if you ask the Lord to heal your broken heart and you ask the Holy Spirit to show you how he has no choice but to heal your broken heart because it says Lord is close to the broken hearted. He is close to the broken heart. He is longing. He's looking for this opportunity to fill you with love, to put you in the right places, to connect you to the right people. He's been trying to give some of you new relationships and you won't receive them because you're not trusting the person. He never asked you to put your hope in nobody else. He only said, put your hope and trust in me. 
And so if God brings someone for you to connect to, to help heal you, can I tell you something? We are healers. I know I'm a healer. So I expect dysfunctional people to be drawn to me, right? When we are healers, God heals us through other people. So the, it is only the enemy that wants us to not be able to connect to other people. Isolation is the trick of the enemy. He'll get you in your, on your own. And so then you're the only, you don't have the two or three witness and you only agree with yourself. <laughs> but God, does it, I mean, he desires to heal your broken heart. You've been living with a broken heart too long. I'm telling you, you have, you've been, you missing the connections into your destiny. You missing, you're trying to protect yourself. You're trying to protect, you think you're protecting other people. Even those of you that have caused a broken heart because you know you have haphazardly dealt with people. You're trying not to deal with people the way that you need to deal with people. And the Lord is trying to even restore you. God needs to connect you to these connectors. He keeps talking to me about connectors. You have connectors. You have people that you need to connect to that are going to help push you into your destiny. But because of your broken heart, you keep sabotaging every relationship around you because you don't understand what God is trying to do for you. Because why you're still at the place that your heart got broken. I don't care if it was when your dad walked out when you were five. I don't care if it was when your mom told you you were never going to be nothing. Whatever it was that broke your heart, you've been in that place way too long. And so we're going to intercede, get in the gap, and pray for each other. I want you healed today of your broken heart. And I supernaturally believe there are some weights and there are some chains that are going to fall off you today. But can I tell you something? You cannot keep rehearsing the things of the past. That's over. That's done with. You cannot. You've got to get in a place of gratitude and grateful. You've got to shift your scenery around. You've got to do new things. If it has to do with a relationship, you've got to stop stalking their Facebook page. Like, you've got to get yourself in a position. You've got, to stop let, you, you've got to stop rehearsing that thing. Oh, every time you rehearse it, every time you rehearse it, every time you rehearse it, it's just festering in your body like sickness in your heart. And it won't allow you to get the downloads you need. A broken heart. We're we going to release that today. You, It's a choice. It's a decision by now. I'm not saying grief is not real. Judah's grief, I read it to you. Judah's grief is very real. Very real. But what I'm coaching him through now is how to move past this broken heart. How to be grateful. He longs to have a father. I told him yesterday, everything that you've been believing God for is coming to you. But what we're going to do is we're going to thank God for everything. Thank God that you got a mommy. Thank God you still got people around you that love you. Thank you for Uncle Curtis who spent the weekend for you. Like we got to stop. We got to get past the point that we really believe God to heal our broken heart. Because some of us, like we've gotten so used to misery that we think this is our norm. We got so used to misery, we think this is our norm. We got so used to stuff failing that we think this is our norm. So the hope deferred makes the heart sick is because we think that this is our new norm. So I want to stop and pause and pray for you. And if there is anyone on here that has not received Christ, we want you to, we want you to go on and accept him. If there's anybody backslidden, we want to disciple you through. But today I want to pray for the brokenhearted and believe God that the chains are breaking off of you right now in Jesus name. You need to believe and receive that the Lord desires to restore you and that he is healing your heart right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, I ask for a supernatural vial of love to overwhelm 
them and fulfill every person on here, Lord God, that they realize your love for them right now in the name of Jesus, that they are healed from every broken heart, that the scar tissue is removed, that their heart is functioning at the capacity that you created it to function, Lord God, that you are renewing, restoring them right now in the name of Jesus. Heal the brokenhearted. Lord God, it says you've come to heal the brokenhearted. Let them understand your love. Let them put their trust and hope in you. Let them know that you long and desire to restore them now in the name of Jesus. Let them not accept a broken heart as their norm, Lord God. Thank you, Father God, that your grace is sufficient, Lord God. We thank you that you heal them from past pains and hurts. We thank you that you heal them from past relationships. We thank you for that you heal them from past disappointments, Lord God. And we declare that the chains of the brokenhearted are broken now, in the name of Jesus, release them into their future. Release them into their prosperity. Release them into their new, new, Lord God. Release them into the new season. Release them into the new place. And we thank you, Father God, and every assignment of the enemy that has ever tricked their mind to believe that they have to live with a broken heart. It's canceled now in the name of Jesus. Satan, I serve you notice you have no authority to speak to them about this broken heart longer, any longer, and that they will only walk in the hope of the calling of the Most High in the name of Jesus. Healing is a part of the benefit package. You were bruised for our iniquities, chastised for our peace, and by our strength. You are healed. That includes our broken heart. And we receive the healing and restoration of every broken heart, of every grief right now in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord God, that you are healing the broken heart in Jesus name. I hope you receive that today. And I'm just believing. I'm believing. I'm telling y'all I'm believing by next week, by tomorrow, some of you are going to have the burden of the broken heart lifted off of you. I want you to share. I want you to message me and tell me, you know what? I woke up and something felt different. I felt a release from the Holy Ghost. I felt a release from this past. I'm, and release that person. If it was a person, release them. I release you in the name of Jesus. I release it. I forgive. I forgive you. Forgive me for even holding this over your head. Release it. If it was a person that molested you, release that broken place. Release it. Like release it now in the name of Jesus. Don't hold on to your broken heart. Don't dwell in that any longer. God is doing extraordinary miracles and he has a miracle even for your broken heart. I promise you he does. God longs to restore you so that you can walk in the fullness of what it is that he wants to do. Release it and receive the download of his love and allow him to restore you. He is looking to restore you. He is looking to restore you. And I'm and I'm standing in the gap for you today. My God, I'm standing in the gap for you today. I love you. I love you so much. I love you so much. I'm I know God is healing your broken heart. I know He's restoring you. Some of y'all gonna be calling me talking about girl, I got married. Some of y'all gonna be talking to me about your new booze because now you've released the broken heart and you're gonna be ready to receive. Why God, you keep thinking and asking. God, when are you coming? When are you going to send me? And he's like, baby, I got to prepare your heart for what comes next. I got to prepare your heart for what comes next. Y'all check out all the announcements. Pillow Talk team, Pillow Talk San Diego. Hey, ladies, don't forget 
Bible study tonight, 6 p.m., Guillermo's Coffee Shop. I cannot wait. We are reading The Unveiled Wife. God is going to do something in marriages. And even if you're not married, God is going to prepare you. See, the worst mistake we made it, make is we try to deal with marriage once we get there. Even if you're not married, God is going to prepare you for your marriage so that you know how and what to do. I know what to do. I love you. I love you so much. I love you more than you know. And I'm just believing, like I'm interceding in my spirit realm for you to have a supernatural experience with God today. I'm believing some of y'all going, God going to show up so strong in your life today. Believe it and receive it. I will see you back here in the morning, but don't you leave here without going being loved today. Sow into yourself today. I want you to do that because that helps with the broken heart. Sow into yourself. Do something for yourself today, but make sure that you go be loved today. I'll see you back here in the morning. We're going to talk about your soul, how to heal your soul when your soul has been damaged. We're going to talk about your soul in the morning, how to heal your soul. See you back here in the morning at 5 a.m. Invite somebody in. Love, peace, and blessing. Woo. I don't know about y'all. I don't know about y'all, but I always know I need a deeper, deeper work in my heart. So Father God, I thank you for healing our broken hearts. I thank you for many places that we didn't even recognize or realize needed to be healed. In Jesus' name, amen. Woo, come on, let's seal it. Let's break further strongholds in the confessions. I take the shield of faith. I quench every fiery dark of the wicked. I'm not weak in faith. I'm strong in faith. Through faith, I inherit the promises. No one or nothing has dominion over my faith. I stand in faith. God rewards my faith because I diligently seek my God. My faith is in the power of God. I have the spirit of faith. I abound in faith. I'm grounded and settled in faith. I'm established in faith. The Lord delivered my family from all our fears. The Lord has delivered my family from the hand of the wicked. The Lord has delivered my family from the depths of the grave. By faith, the Lord turns towards my family and delivers us. Because of his unfailing love, by faith, my family is whole, healed, healthy, and wealthy. In the name of Jesus, faith is my precedent. Shout, it is done. Woo, thank you, Lord. If the Lord places it on your heart to give to this ministry, log on to our website, LakeishaMCaptain.com, and you can give there, or you can cash app us, dollar sign, L-M-J Ministry, M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y. Probably one of the most important things that I'm going to say to you today is if you've not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, here is your moment. Can I tell you something? I'm not trying to force Jesus down your heart, but I'm trying to understand with Jesus, the depression, the anxiety, the fear, the meanness, all that darkness, can I tell you, it does go away. And even if not at all at once, it eventually goes away. So repeat after me, dear Jesus, I'm in need of a savior. I'm asking you to come into my heart and take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus. For tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.